Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Bank podcast. It's that time again, the weekly roundup. What's going on in the news? I'm going to tell you what's going on in the news. All right. So... Um, so let's start with something that's really big right now, and that is um, lending platforms and the SEC. Ooh. Ooh. SEC standing for Securities and Exchange Commission. They're basically the Fed bank cops. Fed right? bank cops. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Bank cops. Bank cops. Um, so right now, what's happening specifically with Coinbase is they have been basically given a cease and cease and desist. Is that what it is? Cease yeah, yeah. And desist um, to their new platform that they were going to launch, uh, which is called Lend. Um, a lot of exchanges um, and crypto banks are already doing this, but Coinbase is um, trying to launch one that will give four percent interest on stable coins on USDC, um, which is huge because. The banks only give you about 0.01%. So you're saying that Coinbase is going, hey, put your dollars in Coinbase and we'll give you 4% interest. And if you keep them in your bank, then you're getting 0.1% interest? 0.01. Oh, excuse me. 0.01. It's a lot less. That seems like a no brainer to me. And they're not, they're the, the fed bank cops aren't letting them do that. Yeah. The fed bank cops are not happy with that. But here's the thing is Coinbase is like, okay, why? And the SEC has been asking for a lot of documentation and all this and that. And Coinbase has been 100% cooperative, giving them, you know, proof of their lend system, um, how it works. Uh, They've met in person and Coinbase is just simply asking why. Why can't we do this? And the SEC won't give them anything. No answer. I mean, I have the answer. The answer is that they're being hassled by the big banks and the big banks are like, you can't work with these guys because they're offering a better interest rate than we are. And we refuse to offer a better interest rate because we don't have to. And that's it. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically what it seems like for sure. Um, and it's not just happening to Coinbase, uh, companies like BlockFi, which is more of a crypto bank, uh, lending platform and Celsius, uh, an article just came out today, uh, that Celsius is under fire as well. And I think actually has a lawsuit against them and their CEO is upset and fighting back for sure. Um, because Celsius is as of September, uh, was managing over $24 billion worth of, of user assets. So they're popular, you might say. Very popular. They've only been around for about four years and they're already managing tens of billions of dollars and making tons of money for their clients. So basically, Celsius, Coinbase, what they're trying to do is they're trying to offer better interest loans for people. You know, like if you go with your credit card, what's your loan rate on your credit card? Or if you default on your credit card or you don't make your payment, it's like 22, 23% interest, right? So you're paying in fees. And then if you don't pay those, then you get late fees and all this garbage, right? So all these new lending platforms are coming in, these decentralized, centralized, you know, internet banks are coming in and they're undercutting the rates of the big banks, the Wells Fargo's, the banks of America. And by doing so, the Fed cops are being tasked with kind of erasing them so that the big banks can still make all their gobs of money. Right. Because they don't really, I mean, if, if you're making 8% or 4% or whatever, that's way better than 0.01%. So there's no real reason for you to keep your money in a brick and mortar bank. And if they don't have money in the bank, 
they're not making money off your money. Because that's it, right? Is the bank is a business. And bank so is a business, they need a to make one. money. They don't care about, no. you know, that wholesome idea that you put your money in the bank and it's safe and all this stuff. It's like, well, not really, right? Because you put your money in a savings account and up until probably, well, up until the crash in 2008, you could get two, three, four, you know, depending on, they had things called CDs. They had, you know, you could lock up your money for a period of time and you would get four or 5% interest, which was fine. But now they're giving you 0.01% interest. So it's like pennies, you know, like I'm sure you see it in your bank account and there's like no, no, no gains. Well, it's not even no gains. It's the fact that inflation is crushing you and you don't even know that because you're losing 3% annually and you're getting paid 0.01%. So do the math, right? So these new banks come in, Coinbase, Celsius, Nexo, BlockFi, BlockFi, they come in and they go, okay, well, we can give, do the same thing that the regular bank does. We can offer lower interest loans to people that they'll take because they don't want to pay 22%. So they'll pay 11%. Or they'll, yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they go, okay, well, the people who are supplying the money, which is us, is we're going to give them a larger cut because they're supplying the money. So and we're just the intermediary. So we'll take a smaller cut, but we'll still make a killing because you're making more than you would in your bank anyway. So you're going to trust us to, to lend your money out and you, we're showing you the gains. So you're going to keep giving us more money and then we make more money for everybody. Exactly. So Celsius is saying, Hey, you pay 11% to get access to the money. We take 3% as the custodian mm-hmm. and the person who supplied the money gets 8%. Whereas Wells Fargo goes, we need 22% for this loan. And then we're going to keep uh, 21.99% of that and give 0.01% yep, back yep. to the people supplying the money. Exactly. Tell me that doesn't Because suck. it's FDIC insured, so your money's safe. And I actually talked to a banker the other day at US Bank, which you know I use for some some of my money, I guess. Well, you have to, you have to use a bank. If I, I, yeah, if I, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't, but I talked to one of the bank clerks and he was like, um, I I saw that it said FDIC, uh, up to at least 250,000. I was like, I thought it was 250,000. I thought that was the cutoff point. And he's like, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think they have like a hundred years to pay you back anyways. (laughs) He didn't even have an answer. Well, who reads the fine print anyways? Come on. I do. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so um, Celsius, uh, is being sued by the SEC. I think they're calling it a, um, unregistered securities issue or something like that, um, is the reason that they're suing. Um, but us dollar coin specifically isn't a security. Yeah. So, security would be like your stocks, right? So you're like your Amazons, your Walmarts, your bank of America, right? Yeah. Those would be securities. Whereas the USDC tether, those are not no. specifically, well, you're not, they're always a dollar. It's never going to grow in value other than the interest that you make off of it. But even, even with some of the cryptos that, that change value, I don't even think the SEC can win that lawsuit because I mean, look at Ripple, Ripple got sued and because of, um, unregistered securities transactions and they won the lawsuit. Well, no, they're still in litigation, but, but I they're going to win. The they're going to win the, yeah. they're going to win the lawsuit. So not only does it, it just seems like they're scared at this point. 
Oh, completely. And they don't have any grounds to to actually sue Coinbase. So Coinbase will probably be fine. But, oh, they'll be fine. But they they want some transparency. They even said in their article that that any any road to good regulation starts with transparency. And and the SEC just isn't giving us any of that. No, because nobody's being held accountable. No. Um, in the bank side of things. So if if the banks would play ball and say, okay, let's now compete with these online banks, but they can't because they have mouths to feed. They have middlemen to feed, right? They've got all these things. And you would think that overdraft fees would cover $30 billion worth of overdraft fees in the United States. Like that's insane. That was last year, 2020. Wow. $30 billion in overdraft fees and they can't even cover their asses and give a better, higher interest rate. It's insane. It's bogus. It is bogus. It's just paying the top guys more money. That's all they're doing. But I, the other thing I don't get about why they're coming at Coinbase so hard right now is, and maybe it's just because all these government agencies don't talk to each other, but um, Coinbase just signed a deal with uh, Homeland Security, a $1.3 uh, million deal to provide blockchain like tracking software to them. Million or billion? A uh, million, I think. But One, yearly, I think. I think oh, they have to pay oh, yearly. Jeez. Yeah. So it's like $1.3 million. Um, and they asked, I mean, people asked why. And they're not saying why ICE needs it. Sure, but, uh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's to track. Of know, course, it is everybody. But um, yeah, that's wow. uh, that's that's the SEC right now. Uh, and then just just to note, uh, the big states right now that are under pressure is Alabama, Texas, and New Jersey, which is New Jersey is actually where BlockFi is uh, housed out of. That's where their sure. that's where their um, headquarters is. So. More to come with that, I'm sure. Uh, moving on, though, something fun. Uh, Budweiser is now getting into the blockchain game, domain game, as well as uh, the NFT game, which is kind of fun. Oh, all right. Yeah. So they just purchased beer.ether, um, which is a domain um, for 30 Ethereum, which at the time was like $90,000. But to Budweiser, that's like, you know. Oh to, yeah, to the that. weekends were the yeah. of cases of you know in Alabama. Yeah, that's that's chump change to them. But they also bought a an NFT for eight ether as well. So the CEO is saying that they're they're trying to get trying to get into the into the game into the space, um, and they're going to start you know selling um, <laughs> beer NFTs. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I just, I still don't get NFTs. We don't have enough time to even dig. Well, we can that, add that but... on another podcast for sure. It's good to know about NFTs. Yeah. It's just going to keep getting bigger. That's true. Um, but uh, the internet personality, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep. G oh, yeah. G Gary V. Is he the Vsauce no, no, guy? What? It's Vaynerchuk. Yeah, it's not, that's not how you pronounce it. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, yeah, so uh, Budweiser's investing in him to help run the NFT media shop. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. That's so cool. they're uh they're they're deep into it. But uh I think it's interesting more so going off of that to talk about blockchain domains. This is a whole new space. Um when the internet, you know, was first booming, a lot of people were making full-time jobs just buying up domains, but they had to do it through a hosting source like GoDaddy. Right. Um blockchain domains are totally different. Um there is a main site where you can get these domains um called let me make sure i have the right name it's called un the unstoppable domains um but once you buy these domains they're yours forever 
And the difference between blockchain domains and, you know, like Amazon.com is Amazon.com is hosted somewhere. It's on a server. Right. And these blockchain domains are, are decentralized basically. So, so you can build right on top of, you can build on, you can, you can build and you can, you can make ease of crypto transactions better through your blockchain domain because the domain is on the blockchain. Oh, okay. It's basically hosted on the blockchain, decentralized. But basically, the the most important component is that you don't have to pay your annual fee to GoDaddy, eighteen bucks, twenty bucks, right. whatever, right, for your domain, just to have them, because technically they own your domain. You're renting it from yeah, them. you're renting it from them. They Why have is the that? server space um, to maintain it, make sure it has you know 100 percent uptime, whatever. But with you know the blockchain, you could you know build your domain on Ethereum and make ease of any Ethereum transactions through your domain to your domain. And it's, it's more secure. So you don't have to worry about it being stolen. I know with GoDaddy, oh, sure. with GoDaddy, you know, you go on there and you know, you want, uh, Bitbros, the, the saga.com or something. Sure. Um, you're going to pay first year is only two ninety nine, two dollars and 99 cents, but right. then you're going to pay what, like $20 a year, $10 a year. Yeah. And they, at the end, when you go to check out, it says, would you like, um, Security. Security, protection. Yeah, yeah, you want yeah, protection yeah. so that you can't have your domain stolen. <laughs> that that isn't a problem isn't with blockchain domains. Are the prices pretty comparable or what is what is the price for a blockchain domain? Um I don't even know if you have to pay for it, but let me check real quick. Wait, how do you not have to pay for it? I think it uh maybe it might be just I thought a, you just said Budweiser paid for it. Bud Budweiser probably bought it from someone that already had it. That's my thought. Oh. Because if you're paying thirty ether for a, a domain, that domain's already owned by somebody there's no way that you'd but have to pay be- ninety thousand beer dot ether okay beer dot ether yeah uh look it up quick google search actually i use brave sponsored by DuckDuckGo. we should be sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> brave is great by the way um it's just like chrome but you get paid in crypto to use it that's right well that's fine if you don't know it's fine it would be interesting though. Uh, starting at $20. Okay. Yeah. But it's $20 and you own it. It's and you yours. own it. It's yours. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So just. But they have premium ones too. I'm guessing beer.ether is a premium domain. So just well, like when, you go, resell, on, when you go on GoDaddy, you know, they have premium domains for resale that are sure. thousands. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. What else you got? Um. Yeah, Budweiser, we got domains, we got SEC. I mean, we can talk about Vitalik. Should we talk about him? I I love talking about Vitalik. Vitalik, I think. Vitalik. Buterin. Buterin. Russian born Canadian. Is that right? Yeah, he grew up in Canada, but I think he's He's like twenty seven. He's the creator of Ethereum. Yeah. He's one of the co founders. Yeah. Co founders. I, I don't know if you can call him the Per se oh no! Well, I, he's I mean, the he gets, Satoshi of oh, Ethereum. Yeah, he, right? he does get he gets that label. I think for sure. I mean, he's a he was a young billionaire. So yeah, there's that. I think he was a billionaire by like twenty three, twenty four. No, it was just this year. I think he became a billionaire. I think it was when he either hit like four. He didn't 4K. make it in the last bull run. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, uh, but anyways, he just made Times most influential top one hundred people of the year. Awesome, which is pretty huge. Huge. Wow. Yeah. Up there with Meghan Markle and uh, who else? Tom Brady, I'm sure. Who else? 
don't know. Anyway, that's that's cool though. That's huge. That means he's on the map for sure. He's on the map, and crypto is just becoming more of a widely adopted thing, which is what I mean, we that's want. That's Time Magazine. So yeah, that's national. That's up there with Greta Thunberg, and he's not even saving the environment. No, he's kind of doing the opposite at this yeah. point. Well, right? I mean, that's the whole point of switching to Ethereum 2.0. Yep. Getting rid of the the mining cool. so that we're not hurting the environment. But yeah, that's what I got awesome. for the week. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move into some TNA then. Technical analysis, gang. All right. So we're going to look at Bitcoin. That's because it's just the easiest. Let's just look at Bitcoin. So this week started on the 13th, I believe. Um, we've, you can see here, we had a little, little uptick, which is nice after our little correction action here. Um, uh, got a couple cool things happening here. Um, we've got our, our Elliott wave system here. We've got five, one, two, three, four, five. Here's a little corrective wave coming up. One, two, three, ABC. Um, can't guarantee obviously that that's going to be the case, but chances are pretty likely that we're going to get a little bit more of a correction. The cool thing is, if you'll see here in the yellow, we've got our nifty little golden cross when the 50-day uh, moving average crosses above the 200-day moving average. Um, that's that's huge. So that could send us sky high. But like I said, we've got a little bit of time here to roll over, um, kind of shake out the weak hands, and then off to the races, gang. So my guess and it is a guess is we'll probably hit the end of the quarter here the end of september um probably crash quickly and then rebound and then i'm, I'm hoping we go to the moon so uh all right our dollar cost averaging for the week put in a little bit at a time once a week put in fifty hundred dollars twenty dollars ten dollars five dollars whatever you got put it in set it and forget it do it weekly, make it a habit, and you'll start to get those gains. Um, my picks for this week on the the higher end would be Dash has got a lot of room to grow. Um, it's right at about $200 right now. And then uh, Chainlink, um, like in Chainlink, I think they've got um, some really good stuff coming up. And so um, it's only about $30, $28 right now. So... And then on the low end, uh, I'm going with my boy Tron, TRX. Um, they're, I actually just sent a uh, payment through Tron's um, blockchain as opposed to Ethereum's blockchain. So ERC-20 versus TRC-20. And it was a third the price. So because of these high gas fees and all that kind of stuff, um, Tron's coming up there and I just experienced it and saved a half more than uh, I spent. So, or that doesn't make sense. You were sending Tether, right? I was sending Tether on the Tron blockchain right. as opposed to sending Tether on the Ethereum blockchain. Right. And I think it was like $2 versus $10. Yeah. So pretty significant. Um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, obviously we are not financial advisors and none of this is, um, guaranteed. Well, right. And just don't, don't risk more than you're willing to lose. Um, and, and hold, <laughs> hold on for dear life. So thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.